Hey guys, welcome to the Thick Fit Podcast. It's Courtney Jones and Hannah Pauly here. So today we want to talk about a really important topic that's something, you know, is very common, um, you know, in the, the diet and fitness space, and that is binge eating. Um, so with binge eating, this is something that we see really common in clients. This is also something that we have experienced, you know, in our fitness journeys. And so we kind of want to talk about a little bit about it in terms of what it is, you know, what kind of causes or leads on binge eating um, and our experiences and how we can kind of overcome those cycles and those, um, you know, in those experiences of binge eating. So um, Hannah, do you want to start off by telling us a little bit about binge eating and kind of what it is? Yes. So binge eating, I'm sure a lot of you listening to this, either that rang a bell in your head, like, wow, I totally have suffered through this or that, you know, I'm currently am dealing with this. Or maybe some of you are like, what the heck is binge eating? Uh, so I'm just going to kind of go over like what exactly binge eating is, um, just so we're all on the same page here. And sometimes like, and this is something we'll go over later on the podcast, some, some of you may even be doing it and not realizing um, that you're in a binge eating cycle. So that, that was me years ago, which we'll go over that. Um, <laughs> but again, so binge eating is it's, it's over a period of time, whether, you know, different reasons, it happens for different reasons, different causes, um, but either you're, you know, you're hardly eating or like restricting yourself of certain foods for a prolonged period of time to the point where you end up like overindulging on. And when I say all the food, I mean, all the food. So, um, you know, a prime example of this is, you know, maybe telling yourself, oh, I can't have bread. You know, I can't have you know, sugar or whatever it may be telling yourself you can't have a certain food. And again, something we see so commonly in diet culture today to the point where, you know, you try to avoid it for a prolonged period of time. And then you end up, you, you, you crack, you know, we're all humans, you crack and you just go crazy and eat all the bread and all the things. Typically it's the food that you've been restricting yourself of, um, which we're going to dive a little bit deeper into that, you know, later on in the episode, but just in general, it's where you just go crazy. You eat, you eat past the point of feeling full. So you're eating chips, candy, or whatever you get your hands on. It could be anything, but to the point where you're not eating because you're hungry, you're eating for either, again, different reasons in terms of like restricting yourself of a food or, you know, just starving yourself to the point you're so hungry, you're eating everything in sight. Um, so again, it, there's a bunch of different reasons. Like we're going to go over of like what causes it. A binge can last, I mean, it can last for a few minutes to a few hours to, it can end up like keeping you into this vicious binge eating cycle for months on end. Um, so like I said, this is something that either you guys listening to this are probably like, wow, like I totally do that. Or I've totally done that before. Um, and like I said, we, we've both been there. So we're going to kind of go over that later on in the episode, but again, so binge eating is a point where you get like, you, you, you eventually just crack, you know, you crack and you eat a ton of food in one period of time, um, overindulging as, as we like to say, um, to the point like where you're past full. Um, so we're going to kind of go over like just the causes of like what causes binge eating. Um, there's different things and different reasons that, you know, we have done or that maybe you are currently doing it. So we're going to kind of go over those, um, as well. So Courtney, do you kind of want to go over like just the causes, um, you know, just common things that we've seen either within ourselves or our friends or clients, um, of what causes it, you know, horrible binge eating cycles. 
Yeah, for sure. And, you know, with binge eating too, it's one of those things where we just need to, um, you know, first just like understand what it is. And so just like Hannah said, it's the point of eating food or overindulging on food and stuffing yourself to a point of feeling full. Like we have all done this at some point in our life. Um, you know, we're recording this podcast right before Thanksgiving, where we're going to be around a ton of food. Like a lot of us might get to the point where we're eating past, you know, that fullness point. And so, you know, that can be a binge eat, but what turns into, you know, making like what makes this a bad thing for us, um, is because it becomes a mental issue in terms of us seeing this in a vicious cycle. And if we do this on a continual basis, based off of these causes that we're going to talk about, that's going to lead us to a point of, you know, gaining weight because we are eating an excessive amount of calories, having a terrible relationship with food and struggling in that aspect, just struggling mentally because we feel like we can't control these things. Um, so first we have to recognize maybe what's causing these like episodes and binge eating episodes, because we have seen this, you know, in multiple clients and kind of getting down to the root cause of, you know, what's causing it and what's, you know, leading you to that point is very important. So one, the most common one that we see is restricting yourself of certain foods for a prolonged period of time. So maybe someone that goes keto and wants to cut out all carbs or cut out all sugar or whatever it may be. Um, excuse me. Typically when we do that, we're going to want those foods even more, which we've talked about this previously before that, you know, the more that you restrict, the more likely you are to want those foods because you're telling yourself you can't have them. So with the prolonged period of time of just like restricting yourself and telling yourself you can't have those foods, you're going to want them even more, which then leads you to a point of, you know, being around cookies or donuts or being around the things that you have been restricting. And then you're more and more tempted because you haven't had them for so long that you're going to just eat all of them because you feel like you're not going to be able to do that again, because you're not going to have, you know, be in that position where this food is going to be around you again. So basically, you know, it's like, oh, well, I'm, I'm never around cookies or I'm never around donuts. So like, I need to eat all of them um, because I don't ever eat them. Um, or I, or I'm not allowed to have them per se. So, you know, that's one of the most common ones we see. And then the other one is also just like hardly eating or starving yourself, you know, to a point that you get so hungry. So I was just talking to a client the other day who says, you know, she's a nurse, she works 12 hour shifts. And sometimes she only eats, you know, a small meal throughout her entire 12 hour shift. And she gets like she gets off work, she's driving home and she struggles because she wants to binge eat everything, um, because she's so hungry and she allows herself to get to that point because she just doesn't have the time at work or whatever it may be. So something, you know, and so she's been struggling with binge eating and wanting to just eat everything at the, whenever she gets home from work. So I told her, you know, how can we keep you from getting to this point? well, we can eat before we leave work or we can eat in the car on our way home. So that way you're not absolutely starving because we're going to go into this a little bit more, but with allowing yourself to just be super hungry um, and to starve yourself, you're just not the same person. Like if you've ever heard the saying, you know, getting hangry or like whatever the really common (laughs) things are when you're like really hungry and, you know, you're harder to be around because you are so hungry and you get moody and irritable. Um, All of those things are very, very like true. Like they all happen for a reason. It's like science-based that, you know, 
you get to that point because your body is thinking that you're in star, like you're starving yourself. So it's going to start, you know, making you irritable and, you know, helping you want to, or helping push you to like find food because you're scarce on it, if that makes sense. Um, so with hardly eating and starving yourself, we don't want to do that because you're going to get to that point where again, you want to just binge eat everything in sight. So eating throughout your day is super beneficial for you, but also for, you know, keeping you away from that binge eating episode. Um, another one with emotional stress and eating as well. This is also a common, you know, one is known as like eating your feelings, um, or eating just unmindfully, even past the feeling of like being full, um, because it does make you feel better in the moment or eating unmindfully, you know, when you're feeling stressed. Um, so those are some really, really common ones and with emotional eating and stress as well, excuse me, (laughs) um, with eating and, you know, with, with being emotionally stressed and stressed in general, um, we typically just don't make the best decisions in those instances. And even to the point of like boredom or whatever it may be of just like eating when you're not hungry either, like that also, um, you know, that's, that's something that we need to like, kind of figure out what's going on on that emotional stress standpoint, because if we're allowing ourselves to be, or like, you know, we find ourselves being in that position, we need to kind of ask ourselves like why we're in that position and what's going on. And like, you know, what could we be doing to help ourselves, you know, maybe not feel like we need to turn to food, if that makes sense. Um, So again, with restricting yourself with food, hardly eating all day, and also just additional like emotional stress and just stress in general, those three things are all very common in leading to, you know, binge eating and the cycle of binge eating. So, um, we're going to talk about like kind of our experiences and like what we have experienced with binge eating throughout our journey. Um, so if Hannah, you want to tell our listeners kind of your story and, you know, when you have experienced it and maybe like how you've kind of overcome it as well. Yes, no, for sure. Um, And this is like something I want to mention to you before, because this is something that I used to be extremely embarrassed about. And just remember that, like, if you're listening to this and you're like, wow, like, this is me, like, I am in this or this, that was me, you know, or last year, whatever it may be. Don't be embarrassed by, you know, the first way, and we're going to go over this later on, but I mentioned this before, um, I kind of go into like what my experiences with it is like, you don't want to be embarrassed. You want to confront the issue. Like this issue is so, it's so common more than you even believe, but sadly it is. Um, so don't be embarrassed by, it. you know, I've, I've totally been there. Um, and again, it's something that you can work through and overcome. And we're going to go over that later on as well. And like, you know, ways to help and how to overcome it. Um, so my binge, I have a really bad history of binge eating. <laughs> um, and like, I said I, I really didn't talk about it for a long time because you know I, I was embarrassed by it I'm like, how did this happen you know um and honestly like mine happened for a prolonged period of time so over years it, it you know I didn't even realize I was in a like really vicious binge eating cycle I didn't realize how much of like a toxic relationship I had with food and just how on the behavioral side of things like how bad this was um so I would say you know mine really started after I was 18 when I competed I was young I went from eating like whatever I wanted to just also this extremely strict six meal diet (laughs) each day ate the same thing every day for 10 weeks so that was kind of the start of it um, after post-show, I did not reverse diet properly. Um, and reverse dieting is, and that's probably, we'll probably do another, you know, topic over that eventually, but it's where you, you slowly increase calories back in and give your body metabolism time to adapt. Just, I did not listen. I ate whatever and anything I wanted. Um, 
you know, and I was young, like, you know, I was like, whatever, I don't care. Well, I, you know, I put on a lot of weight really quickly. Um, but ever since then is really where it started. I always had this mindset. So my reason it caused because I kept trying to restrict myself for foods, even when I wasn't competing, I would still say, okay, I can only eat X, Y, and Z. I can only eat chicken, rice, and vegetables. I'm not going to eat anything else. Well, you guys have all probably witnessed this. It's just human nature, especially with food. When we tell ourselves we can't have something, we're going to want it just that much more. I mean, literally to the point where I was thinking, I was thinking about foods, you know, before I go to sleep and I'm like, wow, I want this. I want this. I wish I could have that. The thing was, is, is that I could have, but I was telling myself I couldn't. So I was doing extreme restriction with my diet. Um, where again, I was only eating chicken and vegetables and rice, and I wouldn't let, allow myself to have anything else for a prolonged period of time, <laughs> um, you know, to the point where I started, like, I would just go crazy. I would binge, you know, I go a week with eating clean over the weekend. I would just go ham, you know, I'd eat a whole pizza and drink a six pack of beer. Like just, I mean, just past the point I would eat bags and bags of chips to, to, to the point where I wasn't eating. Like I was eating past feeling full. Um, it was more like a behavioral side of things. It wasn't that I was hungry. It was that like, gosh, I've been restricting myself these foods for so long. I'm going to go crazy. It was a little to the point. Like I was obsessed with peanut butter. Uh, I was just telling Courtney this before we hopped on this episode. I was obsessed with peanut butter, but I told myself I could only have a little bit of it because, you know, peanut butter, it's great. And it's higher calories. This is back when, before I really knew much. <laughs> um, and I would, you know, I ended up binge eating. I, I'm not joking guys. One night I literally secretly as well, which makes it worse. Like I was hiding it from people. Um, I secretly ate a whole loaf of bread and I'm not joking. When I say a whole freaking loaf of bread, it was that aunt Millie's like 35 calorie bread. And I was just like, I, peanut butter was like my dip. So I took my pieces of bread and dug it in the peanut butter jar. Like it was a dip and ate the whole freaking thing. And like, that's a lot of calories, a lot of food. And it was just behavioral side things. I've been restricting myself for so long. And those are the types of things I would do. Like honestly, pretty calm, like pretty, um, frequently. So, and again, I was so embarrassed by that. I didn't tell people I was like dealing with that And at the time. I didn't even know like, wow, I'm binge eating right now. Is this something I did, you know, but okay. Oh, wow. I, I feel like shit. I guess I got to go back tomorrow eating chicken, rice, and vegetables. And that's how a binge cycle starts. You restrict, restrict, you end up binging and then you feel sick. You feel guilty. You're like, wow, I can't believe I did that. Well, back to restricting myself again. You know what I mean? So I was in that cycle for a really long time. Um, like I said, I didn't even realize I was binge eating. And that night when I ate the, the whole loaf of bread with peanut butter, I was, there, I was like, wow, I have a problem. Like this, this is not how like a, a healthy lifestyle should look or should be. Um, so what I, what I started doing, this is again, over a period of time, I didn't have a coach. I was learning everything on my own over a period of time. I started to incorporate more foods and fun foods and moderation. So I stopped with the whole, wow, you can't have this, you know, only eat chicken and rice and vegetables, but you know, Hey, if you want a donut, you can have it, you know, have one donut, don't eat the whole box or, you know, have one serving of chips. Don't eat, you know, the whole freaking bag. Um, so once I started like, again, implementing those foods and moderation, and like, that's when I started really tracking macros and like, stop trying to do the whole meal plan, like bro science, bro meal plan <laughs> diet. Um, that helped me so much because I was still getting the foods I wanted in moderation. And I wasn't telling myself, I can't have things. I said, I can have this. It's all about fitting it in moderation. So 
that's like, again, that's like kind of a shortened version of my binge eating story and like what happened, how it started. So I definitely, again, was a victim of restricting myself of certain food to the point where I would end up going crazy on them and eating everything and anything in sight, feeling guilty and then doing it again, which again, that's, that's a binge cycle. Um, so that's kind of where mine came from. It never was a place of like starving myself or like emotional eating. It was again, just trying so hard not to eat those quote unquote bad foods, which again, we don't want to look at foods are good or bad. Um, but like I said, how I overcame it was just like slowly incorporating more fun foods in moderation. This is like what we teach our clients to do as well. Like you don't, you shouldn't ever tell yourself, I can't have something. And like I said, we're going to go over that later on, but that's kind of how I overcame it. Um, but like I said, that <laughs> me like telling that story, I'm cringing the whole time. <laughs> um, but I'm super excited to kind of hear about, you know, Courtney definitely has some experience as well um, with binge eating. And we're sharing with you guys just so you know that like you're not alone if you are experiencing this or that if you have like trust me, it's happened to so many of us. It's happened to the best of us. So don't be embarrassed by it. The first step in, you know, overcoming it is confronting it. So Courtney, I would love to hear, I know everyone would love to hear your experience with it and like, you know, kind of how you overcame um, your experience with binge eating. Yes. So this is something that I never really even like knew what it was called until like now, obviously I know, but like going through my fitness journey, I wasn't necessarily like sure it was called binge eating or whatever it was. I just knew that, you know, I would like excessively eat food and I didn't know like why I was doing that. And I was like, you know, so like, you know, why am I so good with like eating sometimes? And then sometimes, you know, I'm like, binge eating on everything. And so, you know, throughout my fitness journey or more so in the beginning of my fitness journey and like my weight loss journey per se too, of just like losing body fat, obviously you have to like monitor, you know, the foods that you're eating and how much you're eating. Um, but you know, you don't have to restrict foods and what you like, you know, what you do, like you can always incorporate them. Like there's ways to do that. Like you don't have to restrict yourself. And also if you do it in a healthy way, in terms of, you know, eating enough calories that you actually should be eating when you are trying to lose weight in terms of, you know, still supporting your body and your health, which is more than, you know, 1500 calories normally, most of the time guys. Um, so we should be eating, adequate amount of foods to also help us from getting to that point of, you know, getting to that point of like wanting to binge eat because we are under eating for, you know, a week at a time or whatever it may be. And then a lot of times, you know, most people experience this during the weekends, right? It's like we go all week and we eat our 1200 calorie diet and the weekends, you know, we're eating 3000 calories and like a, a whole pizza and, you know, like a six pack of beer or whatever it may be, bags of chips, things like that. So, with my experience, my experience, um, throughout my weight loss journey was more so about, I was just under eating and I was getting to the point of just getting so hungry. Um, and I have never done good with hunger. Like I am just, I, I get hungry and I don't like to be hungry. Um, and obviously like I went through this process when I did my, um, my bodybuilding show as well. And I went through, um, a prep and things like that. Obviously that's a whole different level of like restriction and things like that, because that's kind of what you sign up for in that case. But 
through my weight loss journey with binge eating, my, that kind of just came from under eating and not really understanding what I should have been doing, um, to keep me from that. So, you know, again, I would go a couple days with eating like low calories and then I would just get so hungry that I'm like, I can't do this anymore. And then I would just eat everything in my cabinet. Like I remember being at my parents' house and I would just like raid the cabinets and I would just find anything I could find to just like, to stuff myself. Um, and honestly too, like, this is something that I still experience, um, not to the point of where it's like a cycle, but I can catch myself sometimes getting into that. Like, I really just want to binge eat on everything right now because I let myself sometimes get to the point of being so hungry that I just don't make rational decisions for like my goals, if that makes sense. Um, So it's something, you know, that we all experience and it's just about being educated on it and like how to manage it and how to just not let yourself get to that point. Um, Because a majority of the time, like it's, it's from restricting or it's from under eating, or it's from, you know, allowing yourself to get so hungry, or it's from, you know, those additional stressors and things that we have going on that where we like want to turn to food for those. And so I would say I have experienced all of those things um, in my weight loss journey. And I think with education, that's honestly how I overcame it, um, with the weight loss side of things and like through my fitness journey. Um, and also too, like I've had, um, like I've had a coach ever since what, like 2000, the end of, or beginning of 2018, like I've, I've had a coach and it's almost, you know, 2022, obviously I I always have like goals that I want to achieve and things like that. But, um, through that time of my fitness journey, I think that was one of the biggest things that helped me, um, was just because I had that support and I had like someone that kind of understood what I was going through and like, could kind of talk me through it as well. Um, but so with that, that's kind of how I overcame it is just like through education and just being like kind of curious, I guess, in terms of like why I was doing that and like why I was feeling that way. And just like, you know, asking other people or asking like a coach, um, and having a coach and saying, you know, like I'm going through this, like, I don't know what's going on. And they can kind of obviously explain it to me and like what's going on and why it's happening. So that's also the same scenario that the worst case I've ever experienced experienced it was post-show. So after my bodybuilding show of obviously of like 16 to 20 weeks of like restriction. Um, and with, with that, you know, there was no like, oh, well, you can just eat the cookies or you can eat the donuts. Like, no, with bodybuilding, it's a whole different world. Um, and there's no, you know, there's no, you can just have, you know, whatever, whenever you feel like having it. So that's when I, but that's also what you sign up for in bodybuilding. It's not for everybody, but it's something that I did. Um, and with that being said, I experienced, you know, binge eating after that show because I had restricted for so long. And this is so common in the bodybuilding world. Just so many people don't talk about it. Um, I think it's talked about a little bit more nowadays than it used to be, but used like before I really had no idea that it was like a thing or that it would have happened to me after my bodybuilding show, but it did. And I learned about it. Um, it was a rough time and, um, you know, it, it was, 
basically one of those things where like Hannah mentioned, it was just like embarrassing, um, at the time because I had been so on it. I had been like, got to the best shape of my life, looked the best I ever had. And then, you know, I'm sitting in the kitchen at 1am eating out of a box of cereal. Like that's where the point, like that's the point that I got to. Um, and it wasn't because I was hungry. It was just because I had restricted for so long and I'm like, oh, I haven't had this food. I haven't had this food. I haven't had this food in forever. And I would just eat whatever. Um, and I would also get to the point where I was like driving past like fast food restaurants and I'd be like, oh, I haven't eaten that forever. I haven't eaten this forever. And I'd go order five things off the menu, um, and eat to a point where I wasn't even like, I wasn't hungry. I was just like so full, um, or allowed myself to get so full from doing that as well. So it's not a fun experience. So know that you're not alone. We most, a majority of us have experienced it at some point in our life. Um, and so being educated, having a coach, having a support system or someone that kind of understands it can always be helpful, but overall just having like education over it, which is why we thought this would be such a good topic to talk about on the podcast, um, because it is so common. Um, and obviously if there is a mental factor here, this is something that you are experiencing on a deep level and it's a consistent thing happening all the time. You know, obviously coaching can be helpful or having a person and, you know, in the health and fitness realm that can help you, but also seeking help in terms of like counseling or something of that sort could be super helpful too, because obviously we want to help you, but we also want you to get the help that you need, the proper help that you need. If you're at a point where it is something that you're struggling with on a, on a deep mental level, um, and you feel you just can't overcome it. So obviously the things we're, ta- we're talking about on this podcast uh, in terms of like overcoming it and education and kind of you know, the things and the tips that we're going to give you in terms of how we can keep ourselves from getting to that point is great. Um, but ultimately that sometimes just isn't enough. And so always seeking help, you know, if you need that help is always a, a good case scenario as well in order to do that for yourself. So that's kind of long winded, um, about how my, you know, my experience with binge eating is, um, you know, being embarrassed over it and eating to the point of, you know, complete, like completely stuffing myself and just wanting to like throw up. And ultimately it's just a huge mental, um, a huge mental thing as well, because then, you know, you get really disappointed in yourself and then you become very down on yourself. You get super mad at yourself, um, in those instances too. So then that also then doesn't help in, in any way when we become mad or talk, you know, talk bad to ourselves for doing something that we didn't necessarily think we should have did. Um, and so if we see that consistent pattern, like it's a, it's a, like a bad path to go down and it's a scary path to go down. Um, and so post-show, how I broke that cycle is I hired a coach. Um, and because I didn't have a coach like at that specific time um, after my show. And so hiring another coach after my show was exactly what I needed to help me kind of just get back on like a structure and a schedule of like eating and things like that. Um, because again, we're gonna go into like, you know, how you can do that to kind of keep yourself from that binge eating cycle. 
So with having like a structure in terms of food and things like that, and just like not letting yourself get to that super hungry point can be, um, a really, really beneficial. And again, just having like that support and education in terms of like what you're going through and why you're going through it, because there is, you know, certain things hormonally that are going on as well, which I think most people don't understand, which obviously we don't because we're not, you know, most of us aren't in that realm, but, um, we do understand like in the health and fitness space and being coaches that hormones do play a big role in that. So being a little bit educated on that and how they play a role um, and just having like the education to back that up is always helpful um, in that sense as well of just getting that perspective from like a coach, if that makes sense. Um, so we're kind of going to go into, that was long winded, but we're kind of going to go into, you know, how to work on overcoming like the cycle and, you know, tips and things that we can kind of put into place from keeping ourselves you know, in keeping ourselves away from getting in that position. Um, so Hannah, do you want to, sorry, I took a lot of time there, but do you want to go and talk a little bit um, about this? Yes. No, and no worries. Literally, we need all the, you know, the information and wisdom. So you're never, ever talking too much. Neither, neither of us are. <laughs> um, I feel like we always say, we're like, sorry, I've taken so long. <laughs> But we're just giving you guys all the info, um, you know, straight from the heart. So, um, but yeah, no, I like to how you mentioned just like working with a coach and how, you know, how that really can help. So we're going to kind of go over just a few ways, like, you know, let's say you're not working with a coach, you know, just ways like that you can help overcome this on yourself. And just remember like every single like case of binge eating is so different. And like Courtney mentioned earlier, you know, sometimes like someone suffers from food addiction, like these are real things, you know, sometimes that, you know, that takes like you seeking like, you know, more professional advice, you know, like counseling and things like that. So these are just tips and tricks, just like in general that can, you know, really help you from either avoiding binge eating or maybe just getting out of that, you know, the beginning stages of a binge eating cycle. Um, so again, the first one here, this is what I was so guilty of. And I feel that like, this is like the most common one is, don't restrict yourself of foods like you know when you start a fitness journey or you know whatever it may be when you start making healthier choices in your life like I feel like the first thing people want to do is say you know okay I'm gonna I'm ready I'm gonna cut out all quote-unquote bad foods you know I'm gonna work out every single day or you know whatever it may be that's a really unhealthy mindset to start in first up you don't want that mindset we appreciate the ambition <laughs> there but again that's not realistic you have to remember you want to start and do something that's sustainable you know for the rest of your life something you can make into a lifestyle change so stop telling yourself you can't have something um and again this is so different for each person you know most of our clients we have them tracking macros um but let's just say you're someone who's just in general just like trying to make healthier food choices like stop telling yourself you can't have certain things. You know, if you want something, give yourself that in moderation, you know, a portion. So, you know, you're like, you know what? I really been wanting a donut lately. I'm going to go get a donut and eat it with my protein shake in the morning. Do that, you know, because again, that one donut <laughs> is not going to make a difference when, you know, if the most of the time you're, you know, consistently making healthier food choices. And like I said, that we could just go into a whole nother, you know, <laughs> topic there in terms of like tracking macros and incorporating foods. But just in general, just remember, like, just think portions and moderation here. You don't need to tell yourself you can't have something ever again just because you think it's bad. <laughs> um, and also, too, just eating throughout the day. So, again, this is a really common one that I see as well, um, where let's say you guys that will probably, a lot of you will relate to this, is where you, let's say you're working all day. Um, you know, you hardly eat. You, you don't eat breakfast. You drink coffee first thing in the morning. Um, you kind of, you know, 
snack on some chips at lunch that the break room had. Um, and again, you're barely eating all day. And then you get home and you're like, wow, you're, first off, you're exhausted from like hardly drinking water and eating chips in the day. And then you're just like, wow, I'm going to eat literally everything. <laughs> uh, we've all been there. And that typically when you do that, you're ravishing your cabinets. You're typically, you know, it's almost like when you're drunk and you're eating, you're not making like the smartest choices. So typically you're reaching for chips, things that are easy to grab. You're not typically going to take that time to cook, you know, chips, candy, cookies, whatever it maybe in your cabinet and you're going to eat a lot of it. You're going to feel sick. Um, and again, like we talked about earlier, that's, you know, you're binging at that point. You're, you're binging to the point where you're like, wow, you're just going to keep eating. And then you feel guilty after, you know, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just did that. I feel so sick, so guilty. And then you're like, okay, well, the next day, just going to try to eat light again throughout the day. You know, and again, that's, that's right there. That's just really simple example of a binge eating cycle. Um, but so let's say to, you know, to fix that, let's incorporate more food, you know, eat breakfast. You don't have to eat a huge breakfast, even eating a Greek yogurt and some granola in the morning, you know, with, with a cup of water, that alone is going to be so much better than just skipping breakfast and drinking coffee. Um, so when we say like eat throughout the day, try to incorporate, you know, a few meals each, each day and try to like, when we, we always say prioritize protein. If you guys watch our lives, you've probably heard us say this a million times. We tell our clients this constantly. We're like broken records, I swear. Um, you want to prioritize protein. So what we mean by that is, you know, every time you go to eat a meal or snack, try to, you know, incorporate a protein um, source in there. So for example, you know, any type of meat or Greek yogurts um, or just like a high protein snack and even, gosh, a protein bar. I mean, a protein bar is better than not eating anything at all. So you want to think protein is trying to think nutrients throughout the day. Um, again, we could go into a whole nother tangent on this in terms of like, that's something we'll probably another episode we can do as far as like, you know, kind of how to eat throughout the day and pair your meals and things like that. Um, but again, you just like, you want to think eat throughout the day and prioritize protein sources and nutrients. So fruits and vegetables that alone right there will keep you because again, you're not going to go all day without eating. You're going to feel full and energized throughout the day to the point where you're not going to get home and want to eat every single thing in sight. Um, plus just water intake. And I feel like this is like a huge one. Like I, even for me, if I'm a little lower on my water than usual, I feel more hungry and I have more craving. <laughs> it, it's crazy. So I can't even imagine how, you know, y'all are feeling or I can't remember how I used to feel when I barely drank any water. I probably craved everything and anything and ate everything in sight. So, um, you know, try to incorporate more water and liquids throughout the day. I mean, we always say a hundred ounces at least, you know, you're even just by drinking a bottle of water every single meal, you know, start light, but just incorporating that alone. Again, like I said, these are really, you know, general tips here, but just drinking more water and incorporating more nutrient dense meals, um, you know, throughout your day. When I say nutrient dense, I mean, you know, prioritizing protein and you know, trying to think veggies and fruits, you know, we all in general know how to eat healthier, just trying to make those small changes and just not starving yourself all day long. Um, and then also as far as like emotional eating. So this is definitely like, this is again, a very general, cause this can stem from many different places. Like Courtney said, sometimes this is a, like a deeper issue. Um, but I feel that like stress eating and emotional eating, it comes from like, you're trying to fill a void. Um, so typically like, you know, if someone goes through a breakup, you know, typically they're like, you know, it's like the cliche thing. We're eating chocolate, you know, we're drinking, we're trying to fill that void because we're upset. So if you catch yourself constantly, you know, emotionally eating like, gosh, I eat so much when I'm upset or when I'm stressed, 
you really want to try to like switch that mindset. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. Um, and like I said, this is so much easier said than done, but it's something that like you want to set a goal to and stay consistent to. So for example, like try, like when you're feeling stressed, you notice you resort to food for like when you're stressed out, try to resort to other methods of de-stressing. So for example, take a walk, um, you know, have like a playlist maybe that soothes you that you can turn on when you're feeling stressed. Um, you can even gosh, like I know I, like I used to have like little like Gatorade zeros, like just something like, you know, that tastes good or like diet sodas, things that maybe you reach for instead of, you know, trying to grab snacks and eating a whole bag of chips and you're upset, you know, having just different ways to relieve that stress. Um, and again, that's something we'd always go into a whole other topic there as well, but just again, trying to change what you want to do when you're stressed out. And like I said, I know that sounds so much, that's so much easier said than done. Um, but staying consistent to that makes such a difference. Um, and like I said, it definitely stems from like a place of like, just again, you're trying to fill a void. So again, if you catch yourself doing that a lot, like if you're emotionally eating, you're just feeling sad, like try to pick up a new, you know, a new hobby, make small goals for yourself. And I know this sounds so silly. You're probably thinking like, okay, Hannah, how, how the hell is that going to help me stop emotional eating? But typically when we're very like goal oriented or setting goals or keeping ourselves occupied in terms of being productive um, and, you know, working on like our, our self, you know, our self success and happiness that will make such a difference in your life. You know, again, setting small realistic goals each week. For example, I mean, it could literally be as simple as every day this week, I'm going to drink 80 ounces of water or I'm going to drink 800 ounces of water or every day this week, I'm going to walk on my lunch break. You know what I mean? Like setting those small goals because activity and nutrients, it, it does wonders for our, gosh, not only our health, but just like our mind and our body and our soul. <laughs> um, but again, that was really long-winded there. So I apologize. <laughs> As we're always apologizing for going so long-winded here. Um, but again, like the takeaways of that is again, stop telling yourself you can't have certain foods. Um, you know, eat, think moderation and portions. Um, don't not eat all throughout the day. Try to incorporate meals and drink your water. Stay hydrated. I swear these simple tips alone will change your life if you feel that you, you know, you suffer from binge eating. Um, and then again, just trying to use other met methods of de-stressing. Um, like I said, such as like journaling or building a playlist or taking a walk, or even like, I forgot to mention like meditation, um, you know, think methods like that can help tremendously. And then again, just setting goals for yourself and finding a new hobby that's going to keep you occupied where you're not at home, just, you know, eating because you're upset or maybe you're just missing something in your life and you're trying to fill that void. Um, but I know that was really long winded. So Courtney, did I like miss anything there? Is there anything that maybe you felt that I should add <laughs> that we should tell our audience? <laughs> No, I think just like thinking of binge eating and like this way as well, that like your body is kept alive by eating, right? So like, especially from the standpoint of going throughout your day without eating and why you get to the point of binge eating is because your, your body needs fuel. And if you're not giving it fuel, it's, it thinks that fuel and food is scarce, right? So like if it thinks it's scarce and it thinks that it's not, a get, not going to get food again, it's going to want to eat everything when that is, when that becomes like an opportunity to do that, if that makes sense. So if you think about it in that way, you can kind of understand it a little bit better of like why it actually happens. It's because 
from a scientific standpoint, like your body is made to stay alive from the food that you eat and the calories that you eat. So if you go all day without eating and your body thinks that food is scarce and you get to the point of where there's food in front of you, your body's going to be like, okay, like let's eat all of that because I don't know when I'm going to get it again, um, type thing. So if we think about it in that sense, like we can better understand it. So just to like recap, you know, with everything is, you know, binge eating is, common, very common. So don't ever feel like you're alone. If you're going through this, always feel free to reach out to us and talk to us. If you have any questions or whatever it may be, never feel like afraid or embarrassed to ask for help. Um, and same thing, you know, when it comes to binge eating, like what it actually is, is overindulging in food and getting to a point where you're just stuffing yourself, um, you know, without even really being like, hungry, but like eating to the point where you are just stuffing yourself. Basically you're feeling so full past the point of full, basically. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, and you know, the causes of binge eating again is most commonly restricting yourself, hardly eating or starving yourself all day, or, you know, restricting certain foods, um, along with like additional, like emotional stress, physical stress, things like that, things that are going on in your life, um, you know, that might be leading you to turn to food, which is also very common, um, you know, and how we can kind of over overcome and, and break those cycles is, you know, not restricting foods, eating food in moderation. So, you know, if you're like, I really want a donut today, like, okay, let's go get a donut. But we also have to think about, you know, we can't be eating donuts all day, every day, because that's just not healthy <laughs> um, for our health. And there's definitely going to be foods that are more nutrition rich versus less nutrition rich, but there's no foods that are completely off limits that you could never eat again, unless, you know, you have an allergy or something. But you know, eating those foods that you enjoy in moderation is huge and kind of finding that balance between, you know, how often you eat those foods, because normally the more you eat them as well, the more you'll crave them too. Um, that's typically how those foods are made, but, um, you know, just keeping it moderate and not restricting yourself with those foods when you do feel those things kind of, kind of coming on, but a way to minimize those cravings is eating throughout your day, um, and incorporating nutrition, rich foods and prioritizing protein, getting water in eating balanced meals, things like that. Those things alone will make the biggest difference in the world. And honestly, that's like the foundation of our coaching. The foundation of our coaching is basically teaching you how to create lifestyle habits and the things that you do every single day and just creating healthier habits in terms of making sure you're eating throughout your day, making sure you're eating protein, getting vegetables at some point throughout your day, drinking enough water and, you know, movement and things like that as well. Um, but also just trying to with that being said, also with binge eating, just trying to incorporate, if you turn to binge eating for the emotional side of things, just trying to first be aware that you're doing that. And then second, you know, find something else that's going to keep you from that. So if I find myself to the point of absolutely starving, um, and then I get into my kitchen and I'm like, well, I don't know what to eat. I don't have any meals ready. Um, and then I find myself like looking through all of my cabinet cabinets and just grabbing whatever I see. And then I start eating it. Um, and then sometimes I have to actually catch myself doing that. And I have to leave the kitchen, um, until I can kind of like gather 
together, you know, my thoughts and be like, okay, like, what am I going to eat? All right. I have this in the fridge. Let's make a meal. Um, and then I will pair whatever it is that I can to make like a, a balanced meal in terms of like a, a protein source, getting a vegetable and some carbs in, um, or something that's going to know that I is going to like satisfy me basically. Um, so I'm not at that point of starving. So leaving the kitchen and just getting your, obviously it's hard to get your mind off of it because you are hungry. But if you're, if it is from an emotional standpoint and you're not even really hungry, you could ask yourself, Hey, is this, you know, stemming from my emotions or what I'm going through right now? Or am I actually hungry? Um, and something I heard this somewhere before, but they say, if you put your hand on your head and your hand on your belly and ask yourself if you're hungry, that will stop you from like raiding, like raiding your kitchen. Um, and it'll, it'll bring about the, Hey, like, am I actually hungry or am I actually emotional? So talking from the emotional standpoint and not from the like restrictive, you know, not eating all day standpoint, but from the emotional side of things, we not, we might not even be hungry. We might just be emotional and we're just turning to food to, to fill that void. Uh, like we talked about earlier. So, um, I don't know where I heard that from, but I was like, Oh, that's so it, it makes you stop and think that's essentially what it does. Um, so that's kind of the takeaways that we want to give you and educate you on, you know, and some things that might be helpful and like what you might be experiencing it and why you might be experiencing it. So, um, Hannah, do you want to add anything else? I think that's kind of all we had for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. That was mostly all of it. And also I love the little hand and stomach. Courtney and I were both doing it as she was talking about it. <laughs> the hand and stomach rule. I love that because it kind of makes you stop, you know, in that moment when like, you're like, just, I feel like when you're in a binge, like you're just like your tunnel vision on like food. So that's a really, really good tip and pointer. Um, or just, like, like you can count like till three. So you go like one, two, three, and you just like count. So it like kind of stops yourself before you like go to grab a food or whatever it may maybe. And then ask yourself, like, do I actually want this? Am I actually hungry? Like I've heard that before too. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, just kind of like flipping that switch, you know? Um, but then no, I think that's great. That's such a great tip because again, sometimes you're just in that moment, you're not even thinking it's like after be like, Whoa, what did I just do? What did I just eat? Like, I know I've so been there. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, turned into a whole different person. <laughs> Um, and just like, you know, just briefly again, like binge eating is like, it's, it's a really serious thing. So like, that's what I hate. Like I feel like it's like, you know, known as a joke, like, oh, I'm eating my feelings. And like, you know, we all say it as a joke, but like, it actually is like a really serious thing where, you know, binge eating can lead to like, I mean, it can eat it. Like, it's just so detrimental to like your mental health and your physical health. Um, just how do you perceive yourself? And like, I mean, it can lead to, you know, eating disorders and depression, anxiety. I mean, it really can. It just, it really, really distorts like how you perceive yourself and what you're capable of. Um, and I know that sounds like super extreme, but it really does. And I know for me it personally, like it really destroys my self-esteem when I was in it so if you feel that you ever are creeping into like a binge eating cycle like that's where you know like okay I need to take charge of this so that's again that was like our main purpose of this is that we know how detrimental like binge eating can be just from like our previous experience and just like things our clients have experienced in the past and um it's a really common thing so um, but yeah, that was mostly like what we had for you guys today and we hope it was helpful um, and, you know, hopefully entertaining here. And as always, like, you know, we are always 
free open for questions or anything on our um, social media pages um you know on our team page we are always you know open for questions like, so there's always one of us on there so um again like i said i feel like a lot of questions may stem from these episodes and these topics just know that like you know don't be shy always feel free to ask questions <laughs> anytime or you know vent to us or anything that you need we're always here for you um courtney do you want to add anything before we go i know that we've been kind of talking to you guys for a while but this is just such a hot topic we had to get all the info out there <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's it. So if you guys, you know, enjoyed this episode, again, if you want to learn anything else, make sure to reach out to us. You can always, um, you know, always rate us and review us on these as well. Let us know how um, you like the episode, you know, make sure to share it on your social media if you liked it or you learned anything from it. Um, we would love to hear from you. So I think we just need to drop our social media handles um, and we will get out of here. So for my Instagram, my Instagram is C-C-O-R-N um, underscore fit life. So F-I-T-L-I-F-E. Um, and well, I actually, sorry, I said mine wrong, isn't it? It's yeah, okay. It's C Corn 2013 underscore fit life. I just said my own Instagram handle wrong. Um, it's <laughs> fine, guys. You know what you I do. So yeah, so it's C Corn. So C C O R N 2013 underscore fit life. So F-I-T-L-I-F-E. Um, and Hannah, do you want to give yours and the team page? Yes. And then mine is Polly pocket underscore fitness. Um, and then our team page, like I said, always feel free to reach out to us on our team page. It's team underscore PPF underscore. Um, and you'll always see the, the jacked little purple logo, um, girl there. So that's how you know it's us. <laughs> Um, but yes, guys, so like, like, like Courtney said, please, um, share this. If you found it was helpful, um, give us a rating. If again, you felt that you connected with us or felt that this whole topic was helpful. Um, but as always, we're super excited for our next episode and we appreciate you guys so much for joining in with us. Um, and as always, we're always open for suggestions as well. So we will let you guys go. We know we've taken a lot of your time. We appreciate you. Um, we hope you guys all have an amazing rest of your evening and amazing holidays. Holiday season. <laughs> yes. Bye. Bye, guys.